What are you in here for? Seven counts of coke trafficking, running a prostitution ring, selling guns to the Russians, armed robbery at the Build-A-Bear in Lakeside Mall, three counts of manslaughter, attempted murder, I stabbed a cop in the face, twice, as you can probably tell by these teardrops, one, two, three, triple murder. What about you? Have you ever heard of the Talk Murder to Me podcast? That's me. Whoa, whoa there. I don't mean any trouble. So, some of the comments. Uh, Stephanie Dewey. Dewey like on Malcolm in the Middle. Or also the Dewey Decimal System. No, it's spelled differently, isn't it? You were just asking me about that the other day. <laughs> Dewey Dewey's Muscle? Island. He's like, how do you think that's from the Dewey Decimal System? Something like that. Yeah. I do like Malcolm in the Middle. I never saw that show. You're another boss of me now. Wait, no. You're another boss of me now. Yeah, I You're love another that. boss of me now, and you're not so big. Eh, that was, um. Oh, no. I said, why do cops and anyone else. In America, not call DUIs Deweys. Oh, you did say that. That's yeah, a good isn't point. that the best? Like little. St- oh, I got a Dewey the other day. How fucking great is that shit? <laughs> I mean, not I mean, it's the DUI. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> that part's not great, but the term. I, I do have to go to traffic. Court <laughs> How does see. Dewey feel about this, John? <laughs> yeah, I just got Dewey a fucking yesterday. Dewey, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, he also is like a little bit resentful of Huey and Louie. That's true. That's true. Mm. Ducktails. Uh, all right. <laughs> Woo. So, um, Stephanie Dewey says, "OMG, Wilden, 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 Wilden." Uh, what the fuck is going on in Russia? This is about the skin suit. I thought oh, it was a good yeah. episode. Mm. That was really cool. John, you are so funny. <laughs> John, I think she wrote it like this. John. <laughs> <laughs> we should then have she, D read it. And then she takes a sip of wine. <laughs> you are so funny. And I love how you keep things so interesting when telling these horrific crimes. <laughs> love from Boone, North Carolina. Oh. Wait, we're not related, are we? <laughs> and if we are. <laughs> we've I know we've got some tacos to bring Only the good kind there. of ancestry, right, John? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's oh shit. Let me see. Oh my gosh. Uh, all these other comments are so fucking long. I really don't want to read. Well, you already started, so uh, there's that. I'm just looking for the ones that says John is amazing and shit like that. And Jen, Jen, Nicole. Nah. That's all the comments we got on the blog. <laughs> oh, fuck you. John is oh, with Dewey. <laughs> We're all very worried about Dewey. We have to hustle. I'm trying to hit 300 episodes by December 30th because how shitty would it be if we're at like 297 on December 30th? So we start the new year with 298. That would piss me off. So we're going to have to record a fucking lot of episodes. I'm going to be doing a lot of research. I'm going to be doing a lot of your stories too. So if you want to... If you want to have a story done, this is the time to do it because I need I need episode material and I'm going to go through the backlogs and do people's stories. 
try to hit that. Because, I mean, that would suck, right? You don't think so? At December 30th, we hit 297. What about December 31st? What do you mean? No, no, the third, oh, excuse me, the 30th is a Thursday, and we release on a Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I was like, well, he does know there's 31 days in December, correct? Not this year. <laughs> the right? leap, is the leap year? <laughs> he looked at me like he was dead ass serious. You know, Honestly, <laughs> though, like, it wouldn't surprise me. Your hair is almost at full oon. Whatever, dude. Rowan. I fucking don't care. I'm drunk. So this is the Talk Murder Me podcast. Welcome. I'm sitting here with Jen Nequiz and D. This is episode 270. Mm-hmm. 270. And I put all my sources, photos, videos. There's a lot of good photos on this one. Oh, yeah. This is the New Mexico prison riot. And it is a freaking train wreck a literal train wreck it's brutal isn't it yeah look at the image that you're seeing right Mm -hmm. there these are the people standing outside this is a national guard the swat team all the the law enforcement and what are they doing they're outside they're outside watching Mm -hmm. this traffic wreck and you see smoke barreling out of the building Mm -hmm. and they're not going in they're like fuck fuck it we're just gonna let this one play out let it go let it go let them burn themselves out yeah that's that's it was brutal so that is what we're talking about tonight and i'm actually pulling a lot of this from a first-hand account from a first-hand account of this guy really that wrote a book what so he he got with a the book is really well written it's a um a news reporter that wrote the book but he sat down with the guy the guy's an inmate and i'm about to get to he was in the aryan brotherhood oh and it it is written in the, the bad kind of skin <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah it was written in the style that you would expect a con a, i'm not even saying it a con convict well yeah convict well he calls him you know himself a con or whatever you would expect that's how he would talk to someone it's really well written and jen's gonna be reading some of it tonight um i guess first we gotta do surprise shot my bad i'm kind of freaking barreling on here it's okay this is to our new supremos alana and dahlia and also to d surprise shots surprise shots we don't know what they are because they're a surprise God, we got to take a shot. Fuck. Yeah. Are you serious? Sadly, that's why it was a little bit slow. I was trying Cheers. to delay it a little bit. <clears throat> Cheers. D's actually this, cheersing us dude, this time this... instead of just taking the shot. <laughs> we all had to catch up. Wait, Ready? she ain't got shit up in her. I do. Yes, do. Uno, dos, tres. Uh, no, I don't want to. It was a sweet tea vodka. It was. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. I couldn't do anything worse. Woo! We have... Because we've been fucking drinking all fucking day. We have. We're fucking plastered. It's a good thing. And I'm luckily, this is a. Luckily, this story is. What 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 is a story, D? What would you call this? <laughs> it is actually noted to be the absolute worst prison riot in United States history. Wow! Woo! This all is right. a brutal. Brutal story. So, D, how far away from you is did Santa this Fe? happen? Yeah. About an hour. Oh, okay. Santa oh, okay. Fe is close, north yeah. of where I live. I live in Albuquerque, and Santa Fe is 
a total of 50 minutes away. Oh, that's like Boston to New Bedford. Mm -hmm. Yeah, close. Beautiful desert. It's a very pretty drive, but you have to be very prepared because everybody's pissed off on I-25 and they're pushing you off the road. Again, so. also sounds like mess. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. That's, that's good. Angry, angry drivers Angry everywhere. drivers are always good. But we, you know what? They're the best drivers because the people that are ignorant are the ones that suck and they're, they're just the, like they're in their own attention. little world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're doing 65 miles per hour in, in the, 80. In the, in the left lane mm-hmm. and it's like, get the fuck out the get way. Get out of the way. You're going to get run over, bitch. Move, bitch. Get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. So D has been our good supporter, Tacos Primo, for a, a super long time since like episode two or even one. I don't know. So we became really good friends with her. Can you just um, go over yourself real quick for people that for some reason didn't listen to the last one? So I'm from Albuquerque. I was raised in Albuquerque, but I was not born there. But I've lived my entire life in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and um, I'm very old. Uh-huh. <laughs> I turned 51 on Monday. Happy, my birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Um, and I remember the Santa Fe riots actually being on the news. It was on the news for well over a year for Whoa. what happened. Oh, yes. wow. This was a very big deal. This was 1980. Oh, wow. The mm-hmm. last story was 1990. I kind of got this confused, but this yeah. is 1980. Wow, that's, so, so how old were I? Was I was ten? I was zero. You were not born. <laughs> I was ten years old when this. So happened. I was negative six. Yeah. Yep. My parents had not met yet. So did you? Did you? So you saw this on the TV and everything? Yes, I did. I did. Wow. Yeah, tell us what you know about it. You ain't going to ruin anything. Tell us everything. I you know. do. Like, my understanding is that. How many people died? Let me just help you out. A shit ton. <laughs> I think it was 32. Oh, shit. Very close. 34. 34. Okay. So nice. what they did was they actually locked many of the guards <sighs> in a way. And then they started the place on fire. They cut people's throats. Ooh. They um, dismembered people. Ooh. They set them on fire. Oh, my God. They cut off their penis and their balls in one <gasps> fell swoop. Um, they, that's talented. They you... raped people repeatedly. Oh, well, that's they prison them. life. Is Jen's about this to read. This night, though, they did a lot of, they yeah. put out people who really were not in that area. So I'm I'm really interested for John to tell this. What do you What do you mean? Well, don't don't say it. So if they were in a cage, don't say it. Don't say it. Okay. Uh, There's a certain There's a certain reason that they didn't just walk out the door because they could (laughs) have. Very easily. Like in what's his face? <gasps> Robert, Robert, like Robert, Robert Garrow's yeah. Wild yeah. Mountain Ride. Oh, the yeah. KFC bucket. Uh, this um this prison riot went over two days. It started uh Friday, February first, nineteen eighty, in the wee hours in the morning, and they got access to the control room, which controlled all the doors, all the locks of the prison. It could have it could have been an easy escape. But they decided to stay. <laughs> For one specific reason. And what was that? Well, I'm about, I'm about to tell you what it is. Here Do you a think that this event <laughs> is, um, and I and I hope I don't like sound like I'm pigeonholing myself, but like Nicole and I watched Orange is the New Black. I was thinking that too. Do you think that this event was, um, was kind of a 
um, like added to that season where they had the riot, like inspiration for the riot season. Well, there were other prison riots too, like Attica is another big one, but this one, this one's, I don't know. I mean, where's Orange is New Black? Is that New York? It's yeah. take place in New York and women's prison. You know, in New somewhere in New, and we got a lot of uh family and friends in New York, but um there's that we watched that one show. There's a prison that is like in a skyscraper. Hmm. And it is New York, right? Mm-hmm. And so the inmates are living on separate floors. Mm-hmm. And they send the notes to the toilets. Yeah, yes. they send their their I think they call them kites. Kite, yeah. That was from a fifty cent song. I got a kite in the pen when Pot got shot or whatever. I don't know, 50 oh. Cent, yo, mad love. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening. I fucking love that guy. Anyway, yeah, so they would send the kites. I guess I'm, I probably sound like an idiot, but they would send that through the toilet. Because of the tail, right? It's like, yeah, well, the it, but of... the, the plumbing obviously goes down and then it comes back up. You know, they can just kind of manipulate it. But they were like talking to each other through the toilets. They were like getting, uh, making. Yeah, you t- could like hear one. Of the, I think you could like yell down through the toilet too. They were making dates through the toilet. It was gross. Where, anyway, that was in, that's in New York. I'm sure they're like, oh, there's they. Have, I'm sure they had some skin. Yeah, problems. they were like talking about how they get acne and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, what are you putting your fucking ba- face in bacteria? Face and yeah. duty. Yeah, yeah. No, that would gross. that'd be yeah, no for pink me. Pink eyes a problem. Yeah. So I'll put all these photos on talkmurder.com. Very interesting story. This is Friday, February 9th, 1980. 34 inmates dead. 34. It's a lot. And that's just the inmates. All the go well the guards actually were mostly okay. They were extremely beaten to near death. But the inmates were the the main victims. I'm surprised at that. Yeah. Why? You would think that if it was a prison riot, it is a revolt against the people keeping them there. Okay, then right? what? And between 1975 and 1980, when they got the new warden, and this will tell you how how the warden, how much they thought of the warden. One of their demands was to replace him. The new warden? Yeah, that's how they would... So the prison guards, the reason they are not all dead is because they're hostages, right? That Right. They, they, they took over the prison, and they have hostages. So it's like if you go rob a bank and have hostages. But this is like inmates taking the guards hostage. Yeah. And then they would make these demands, and one of them was to fire the warden. So between those five years, things got really bad. Really bad. And people... There were some... St- fucking ridiculous decisions that are comical that they made that we're about to go through but you mean the the prisoners the, in, in the no the the prison okay the prison staff and in, in the state of in new mexico okay. stuff like that well and everywhere in u.s i mean this is overpopulation and stuff but yeah the warden is super corrupt the guards were 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 terrorizing the inmates they would do like petty stuff too. Like they would take, you know, you would get a, a a postcard from your, you know, baby mama or whatever, and they would read it and not give it to you, and then like ask you about it, type of shit. They would, and, and this is the non-abusive stuff, but like your um, your wife would drive three hours to come visit you for your one-hour visit, and they would 
keep you kind of away for half of it so you can't see her. It's just fucked up stuff like that. They would beat these inmates. And before we get started, okay, this just listen to this stat. This is fucking crazy. Friday, February the 1st, 1980, 1,157 inmates. How many guards do you think there were? 50. 12. <laughs> 12. And we're talking can about... You even, can, you, Jen, can you imagine even as, a, as, a, as an educator freaking no, that's uh, taking 100 kids, kids in a room and controlling 100 kids, not to... I mean, these guards. That's my HR department ratio to my company. These it's guards, not good. These are some of the most. Vi- these are some of the most violent human beings in the United States that are sent here, and you have one guard trying to single-handedly keep a hundred or more than a hundred calm, just by himself at one time. At nope. one time, <laughs> not gonna work. I mean, I guess if you had to uh, had to do the math, it's similar to the school because there's like 2,400 kids and there's nine counselors. Yeah, but they're not all trying to shank you and shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, let's get started. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and go this again. My name is John. My name is John. I'm sitting here with Jen, Nicole, and Dee, our special guest. She is a Taco Supremo. been a supporter for a long time. She is from New Mexico. She's visiting us. Tonight, we are talking about the New Mexico prison riot that killed 34 individuals. I put all the photos on talkmer.com along with my sources. We're basically going through one main source tonight, and that's this book right here. Mm. This is called The Hate Factory. Wow. The revised edition. Oh, but I have the actual uh, original edition, so Ooh. I'm pretty sure it's even worse. You know. Interesting. I mean, that's a pretty uh, interesting visual on the yeah, cover yeah. It the actually, visual itself is saying a lot yeah. it actually took me a while to find it I don't think they print this book anymore but I found it and let me read what the uh, what do you call it the blurb mm. call yeah it? like the summary little, yeah. the summary and I'm just going to read it to verbatim the terror lasted for 36 hours when it was over 33 inmates were dead all at the hands of their fellow convicts. It was an outbreak of inmate violence unequaled in the annals of... Annals, right? Yes. (laughs) That is correct. I knew you'd laugh. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Anus. (laughs) I'd like to speak about anuses right now. <laughs> it is anal. Right? I told you Such guys. Such a dumbass word. Why don't they fucking? God John is my long right little brother. <laughs> he is my. Per- he and I are perpetual twelve-year-olds. If it's not about anuses and booties and boobies, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I, see, I secretly, secretly wanted to be anals. I do want to say, D, that I like greatly appreciate all the memes that you post. They literally Thank make you. my day. I have a very demented sense of humor, and I think um, I'm grateful that Jin can find humor in it because it's it can be very. Um, I may not react to all of them, but I definitely in person react to all funny. of them. It happened at the penitentiary of New Mexico. Time Magazine called it the nation's work, the nation's most notorious prison. Notorious. W. G. Stone was there. He's the inmate telling the story. 
He witnessed the beatings, the stabbings, the rape, the torture. And he says, quote, trying, um, or for instance, this is one of them, quote, tying the rope under his arms and around his chest, they strung him up on the basketball hoop for all to see. Oh my gosh. There he would hang for the rest of the riot during those hours of madness that were to follow. This is not, this is just a quote, a blurb from the book, right? Inmates would come in and hack at his dangling corpse with knives, beat it with pipes, mutilating it totally that it was beyond recognition. So that's the guy on the cover. You guys see that, right? That's not a basketball hoop. Well, I mean, you know. It's a creative license. Yeah, creative license. Beyond recognition, which is a great, I love that, those two words together. I don't. I mean, in this context, it's not ideal, so. A raw, bloody mass of flesh by the time the uprising was over. So, the and we're going to get to that specific inmate, but they hung him up and while they, because these inmates were running to different sectors of the prison. So when they would, you, you know, say, hey, let's go back to the infirmary and, or not the infirmary, but the, the doctor's office. Infirmary? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. pharmacy. Let's go back to the pharmacy and get high. They would sniff paint thinner. Let's go back and get high. On the way, they would see the basketball hoop holding this guy's dangling body, and he was already dead, and they would just slash it some more. <laughs> Fucking go get high on paint thinner, mm. and then go back. <laughs> Welcome to New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is going on in New Mexico, dude? <laughs> I told you it's a very rough state. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> fucking shit. So this, this is a prime example, actually. This guy that we're talking about, W.G. Stone, 22 years old at the time, and I doubt it that's his real name. I really doubt it, because... And now he, I'm imagining he was, he's out of prison, even though he was in prison for a 10 to 50 year armed robbery conviction in 1962. So he was there, he had been there eight years when this happened. Eight years? Mm, no, 12. 12 years. Uh, no, 18, more than that. 18. 18. Holy shit, we're bad at math. Yes. He has we been, got there eventually. But, so I don't know if he, I mean, I, I guess he got out. I don't know. That may not even be his real name. But from the book, he talks about how he joined the Aryan Brotherhood and all this stuff. And and we're going to get to that. So, you guys ready for this? Oh, we're ready. <laughs> I think so. As ready as we'll ever be. And Jen's been drinking all day, so. <laughs> and no one else. Nobody but Jen. They check, made check it one look. Two. They made it look like they were drinking. So, and uh, you guys know, um, if you're a long-term listener, usually. Nicole reads a lot, but she's been, you know, she's been reading a lot. She's got her own podcast thing and her voice is kind of raspy. So I'm going to let Jen <laughs> read some tonight. I get the special edition episodes. <laughs> yes, you do. And this is a fucked up episode to read for Jen. <laughs> this is the fucked guy. Up. This is, this is going to start the night for us. This is the guy. This is just a blurb up. I found a lot of blurbs in this book that I just love. So this is one of them. If John were to ever teach a college class for credit, it would literally be called How to Make Jen Collins Uncomfortable 101. No, as I said, Nicole usually reads, but her voice, I could tell. It's like, right, this right. is fucking raspy. It's that, raspy. Digni- that dignidad. Yes. So am I reading the orange or the white or all of it? I just read it all. <laughs> all righty. 
Well, I mean, no, the, I'll read do, you, the, do you want this beer, Jen? I may. I'll read. No, Nicole can read the white. I think her voice okay. is coming back. <laughs> but you just, just <laughs> you read the orange. Am you I doing a, a character accent. or no? A, a Mexican accent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, how about this? Accent. How about this? So the first line is the, another inmate, a random inmate that's trying to come get a booty call, and then Jen, you read the second. Second, uh, no, actually, the, the I'll just fucking read it all. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just fucking read it all. Go ahead. <laughs> we love you, Jen. Wait, re- but read it like you're you've been incarcerated for at least eight years. Put, yes. Put some feelings. Like you got some stab wounds it. and some mm-hmm. okay. Put a and some got in it. Got <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and kind of walk eight. funny, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already snorting shit. Hey, how about helping us out? He said. I asked him what he meant. Well, we've been checking you out. And me and a couple buddies of mine decided we want to fuck your butt. (laughs) I hate you. I didn't know that was in there. That was a random fucking thing. All the white guys that come in here... They all turn around and help out the brothers, and the brothers go ahead and take care of them. We'll take care of you, too. We won't let the Mexicans fuck with you. So, right there, you know, he's he's offered a golden opportunity. Protection. And all he's got to do is basically... Sit there and take uh, it? Quote... Let him fuck your butt. I mean, that is, you know, he's he's off, he's getting offered protection, the security, mm-hmm. a security guard. This is the right. same slide. Right, let, let me let me explain here. WG Stone, this is him at what I say, 22 when he got into prison, 22 years old. He just got convicted to 10 to 50 year armed robbery conviction. This is about him entering the prison system. Okay, yeah, this was at the same prison, but this is 18 years earlier. This is kind of painting the picture. I didn't just put this in here because it said, fuck your butt. I wanted... I mean, didn't you, though? Like, what do you think this is? What do you think this is? Google searches are literally quotes with the words, fuck your butt in it. (laughs) And will then ask me to read it, whether or not they're contextually relevant or not. This is in the book. I didn't just... Pull this out of my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Out of your ass that someone had already (laughs) fucked her. This guy, 22 years old. That beer bottle did seem warm to me, so I was a little concerned for you. (laughs) Oh my God. This guy, guy, WG Stone, 22 years old, just got convicted his first day in prison. And he's talking about... There's a choice you got to make. I learned a lot about from this book, and I'm telling you, the number one thing I learned is fucking. I'm not ever going to prison. There you <laughs> go. Amen. Yeah. And definitely no. not a New Mexican I prison. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no I, way. I am not. I am not some hole for you guys. I'm yeah. sorry, dude. Like this is not going to happen to me. Well, <laughs> I do have to ask though, like. Uh, would it be worse for New Mexican prison or South Carolinian prison for him? What do you mean? As him, oh, New Mexico. Yeah. Sorry, can I say something that sounds yeah. very, so not to sound racist, but you're a gringo. And mm. a gringo in a New Mexico prison is going to be candy. 
but oh. you're a candy. Ass. There, there are a lot of so the air. That's a good point, but I mean, not that I'm gonna just join the Aryan Brotherhood, but what? <laughs> Like, and another thing, I'm New Mexico. I'm not going to join the Aryan Brotherhood. That was saying you as you, as about by... the Aryan Brotherhood in New Mexico. <laughs> You're a dumbass for being in the Aryan Brotherhood in New Mexico. In New Mexico, we do not tolerate that shit. Oh, oh really? I hope it does, we it's do not tolerated not anywhere. Tolerate that. Well, so it's a prison mm-hmm. thing. What I feel I like the rest of the 49 it's... states need to take on the attitude of New Mexico <laughs> around that one. We're yeah. all cholas. Well, so. <laughs> I was all right. So here's how, and I'm going to show you how this broken down. But in this prison at this time, I don't know how it is now. You ain't riding alone. You're either in one gang or the other. And the right. Aryan Brotherhood took up, uh, you know, seventy percent of the population. It did. Okay. In that in the prison at the time. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And, yeah. At the time. Mm-hmm. Now, I think a lot of them were sent there specifically or something. I will tell you, it's weird. I never thought about it like this, but the Aryan Brotherhood, they had to, before they were a chapter, because they call themselves chapters. They Like a sorority? Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's set up like that. They sent a request mm-hmm. in, in the prison, in New Mexico prison, the skinheads, I guess, mm-hmm. sent a request to the uh, the um, the Nazi Party of America, which is a fucking thing, right? <laughs> It's a thing. There's hope, a, is that still a no, thing? No, it is a thing. There, sure. There's yeah. uh, that one oh, guy yeah. that's still alive that uh, he's in charge of it. But that's they not sent, a good look, America. They sent him a a request, a formal request. Like everything's formal. Hey, can we start a chapter here in the New Mexico Penitentiary? Yada yada yada. Right. And it was approved. So it like came down as approval. So it, it had like a charter and yeah, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a charter. And so if oh you my think, gosh, this is literally reminding me of the Greek or the organizations, but, but like not because of, of like the Greek. But I mean, like this is like it, it sounds formal, like official. It is formal, it is. and, and an these are formal. The the um, the Black Panthers, they actually aren't in this particular one because there was only a few members they couldn't get a chapter um the black muslims that's what they're called black muslims like that's the 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 group organization Uh, that's what they're called black muslims like they have a chapter you know like the bikers obviously whatever and they have like official bylaws yeah it's it's all official man so like if you think of the black panthers like they mostly you start in the prisons. Like, this is a prison-run thing throughout America, right? Isn't that crazy? Just yeah. think about, man. Well, they had chapters outside Yeah, the they prisons. do, but it's mostly yeah, run. Yeah, so, so did the Nazi party. Right. You know, like, all they, these all have, they're all organizations, and they may have prison chapters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like chapters within prisons. Yeah, Interesting. And before we go on, has it, y'all have y'all all seen American History X? No. Yes. Excellent movie. So, yes. Not. yes, it's very good. I don't know. I am cinematically deprived. That so takes place in the 90s, I think. It was a great movie. And it's from LA, isn't it? I'm not sure uh, what's that. Ed Norton's in it. Yes. Yeah. It's a very well done. Ed, Ed Norton. Norton. Oh, yeah. And it's about skinheads. Yeah. Yes. So, those of you from Albuquerque, please understand Ed Tafoya. I know you guys know he was a skinhead. He was not a Nazi skinhead, and everybody should know that. There you go. My friends who were skinheads in Albuquerque were not. Yeah, they were just. That's something that I learned today is that there's a difference between like and like Mm -hmm. the Nazi skinheads and skinheads. Regular skin. So the Albuquerque Duke skinheads um, 
really <clears throat> stood actually for pride. Mm. You were mm. supposed to take care of your women. You took care of yourself. Everybody around you surrounded you with love. So my interpretation of skinheads from Albuquerque is mm-hmm. very it has different. a positive. It's a um, positive thing. Mm. The skinheads in Albuquerque, um, they're my brothers. They're my sisters. They're good people. They would never hmm. hurt you. And they will back you up and they will stand behind you. That's fascinating. It's very that's cool. A, so how it's so different. Amen, and it's Ed, interesting because you when, you, when you think about skinhead, it, coming from mm-hmm. the, someone's perspective who is not, like literally who just learned about this today, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a derogatory term. It is. Oh, it, it, it is. Me, it, yeah, like, some people embrace it though. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to ask about the... So the punk scene, mm-hmm. did y'all have a big punk scene? Because I did. know it, punk yes, started like in California and the skinheads were huge exactly. in the so punk scene. Our punk scene really started in the 80s, the yeah, yeah. very early 80s. So when we were listening to, um, so can name a good band from from punk. Uh, just, um, the Cure. The cu- no, well, no, cure is no, no, dude. That scene, We're talking about no effects, the dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys, stuff exactly. Like misfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the misfits. The misfits and skinheads and because <sighs> that would be the early 80s from the 1980 to pretty much 2000. We had a skinhead, the Albuquerque Duke skinhead. Yeah. And they were not, they were not bad people. What they did is they... They took if if a woman was in was being hurt, the man who was hurting her was dead. They, they mm. were they not were not that um, they killed them. Yeah, but, but they made sure you don't ever touch. Were these them. were these uh white they, white? People? They were. Was well, so my best friend Ed is Tewa Indian. So we yeah. had Indians, we had Mexicans, we had. So white it was people. inclusive. It was not. Re- it had yeah. nothing to do in you this wouldn't. particular thing with white power. Or exactly. White supremacy. No, yeah. it was nothing at all about Nazi skinheads. The skinhead movement in Albuquerque was really about a brotherhood of Albuquerque. We all stand behind you. Mm -hmm. We're all going to, you don't fuck with us. We don't fuck with you. But if you fuck with us, you made a big mistake. Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. This is going to sound probably ignorant or dumb, but like when you say the Albuquerque skinheads, did they shave their heads as Mm -hmm. well? Yes, they did. Okay. Yeah. So were you, are you surprised that there's so many Aryan white Aryan uh I mean this guy I believe was from Tennessee they they sent all the bad not bad I mean obviously most of the inmates are bad but they sent the uh, the most violent the worst of the worst were what the, where this riot came from yeah. absolutely so and it, it's outside of Santa Fe it was yeah. outside of Santa Fe so Santa Fe's um and they did have a you used the word earlier uh Chicano 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 yeah there was a big but population Chico's, and yeah. stuff like that. So that would be more of the Hispanic yeah, area yeah. of Juco or um, whereas the skinheads in Albuquerque took on the Indians, the Native Americans, it took on the Hispanics, it took on white people. There was not a matter of racism. It was a matter of what you feel in your heart. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like it's a brotherhood. Right. You know, Um I've never felt safer in my life as a, a child growing up in Albuquerque than I was when I was with my skinhead friends. Mm. Interesting. They were good people. 
Interesting. I I I heard I don't know where I heard this, but a bald bald headed people are the most trustworthy people. They'll stick up for you. Did you would you trust a bald person? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they're the most trustworthy people. Did you get this I from my episode of my podcast? I have two my chest did right I? now down there. Did There's you like say that? I, I, yes, you did. Okay, so I, I got this information. I this from my podcast. I got this information <laughs> from Nicole's not. podcast. Yeah. No, from my Every Day is a Holiday. Yeah, oh, Every Day is a Holiday. Yeah, it was uh, National Be, uh, be Bald, be and, be bald and Be Proud or something. Be yeah. Bald and Be Nothing Free Day. Yeah. And uh, it, it had, like, uh, you know, yeah. some women are more attracted to bald men, but it like in a, in a study, I don't know if I actually put this in the podcast, but you may have seen my no, you did because I. I can't that's where I, But it had something to like. Uh, bald men are the most. Uh, tr- like, if you're looking at a whole bunch of pictures, people assume that bald men are more trustworthy, smarter. Like Isn't that crazy? I, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Maybe I'm I should to shave think my of head. The bald people that I know, and I was in the military with this guy that was completely bald, and he had this disorder. Which I think is, is amazing in the freaking military, but he didn't grow hair anywhere. Alopecia, Alopecia. no freaking eyeball, mm-hmm. li- eyelids, yeah. no hair, no drapes mm-hmm. or carpet, mm-hmm. no butt hair. <laughs> well, a little bit of. I want to know exactly, John. How did you know he did not have butt hair? Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I question. think we know I mean, the answer to that. Uh, formal inspection. Formal inspections is very yeah. important when you're looking at somebody's butt hairs yeah. too. So I back right. you up, John. Thank you for your service. You always got to check your surroundings for you your IEDs in the it, butt. Yeah. You you never know what's up there. IE butt D's. I actually have a few people in my ass right now. So Are they like trapped in the, the plastic bags the, with yes. the oxygen trying and to... Mostly, dingleberries? Yes. They're mostly little gerbils that I put in plastic bags up they, my and anus. That's a thing. It is. I know. We, mm-hmm. were, we were chatting about that last oh, night. Oh, I missed this conversation. You, missed, there for you it. missed our yeah. gerbil up the anus yeah. earlier. I'm so sorry. We'll we'll go well, back to it later today. Yeah, John's yes. switching. Jen, Jen would love it. <laughs> He's personally got a gerbil up his ass right now, everybody. It's stra- oh. Yeah. Oh, look, it came out his mouth. Oh, my God. Like that episode of Family Guy. Yeah, with Quagmire. All right, fuck it. We got to do this. Yes. So this guy is 22 years old. He's talking about the first time he was approached with a, a what seems like a great opportunity. Hey, you know, me and a couple of buddies, you know, we just want to play around in your butt and we'll provide Ugh. you protection. You know, you be your little boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm bitch. just saying. But he says that he talked to a uh, another guy and the guy's like, well, what are you going to do about it? Basically, so he is he he was approached, and th- these two inmates were uh, African American. They approached him. There were two of them, huge, and this guy is from Tennessee, and 180 pounds or whatever, like nothing. So what he did is he got a pipe, and he he agreed. He's like, okay, I'll let you you know play around in my boots. And when they went to the day room to get the Kool Aid to get the cornbread. He uh, takes the pipe, and I'll read this because it doesn't have anything with buttholes or penises. Right, got it. Uh, Quote, I got up and he started walking in front of me. I thought to myself, I got something for you too, sucker. He didn't quite get to turn around before I slammed the pipe against the side of his head. What's happening? Where's our brother Jones? He asked, apparently not seeing the pipe in my hand. 
Brother Jones isn't coming tonight. No, corning tonight, Jen. Read uh, it right. Brother Jones isn't corning tonight. It's cornhole in it. Sorry. I, 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 the letters are all <laughs> mixing together. I need TP for my bungholio. <laughs> like, like M&M. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just as... Right. Um, brother... <laughs> Wait, you see... Right, go ahead. Brother Jones isn't corning tonight. You gotta read it like... Brother Jones isn't corning tonight, I answered. <laughs> Pretty ballsy. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Maybe he... Do you think he's, like, fabricating this a little bit? Make him sound cooler? So you don't think he's a power man, like Pee Wee Gaskins? <laughs> power man, that's right. <laughs> Pee Wee Gaskins. The one thing I learned Pee-wee from this the podcast... Power man. The one thing I learned from doing this podcast is... I got <laughs> blood on my... <laughs> I got shit on my dick and blood on my shank. <laughs> That's rough, man. <laughs> shit on my dick. I, nothing's worse than having uh, shit on your dick. If you, if you, <laughs> so for all you, so there are high schoolers listening to us. This episode brought to you by anal PBS. There are high schoolers listening to us. A lot, of, a lot of you high schoolers are going to get out and get in some trouble. If you wind up in prison, you need to, you need to corn somebody real quick. On you need to be the corner. Don't get corn. The cornerback. The cornerback. <laughs> you need to corn and you need to get that corn. All right. I'm going to cut half of this shit. Maybe. This uh, paper is the Santa Fe, New Mexican, 24th of January, 1980. So, mm. what did I say there? 24th of January, 1980. Who's our senator well, there? When did, when did this happen? The riot happened February 1st, 1980. This paper's from January 24th, 1980. The title of it is Senator Tours Crowded Prison. This is before mm. the riot. A, a week, a two weeks before. Wow. It's and, interesting um, to see like a senator touring a crowded prison when like you would think that around this time, like, like prisoners don't have the right to vote. Mm-hmm. So, like, why would a senator be touring the crowded prison? Because it, it it was extremely crowded. Everywhere you turn, somebody's there. Their feet stink. Hmm. Now, let me tell you. Let, let me tell you about how New Mexico decides to do their prison systems for some fucking crazy reason. Orale. Okay. Have you ever, guys? You guys know what a dormitory is? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever been in an army barracks? No. No. Okay. Yes, I have. So, for some, for some awesome yeah. reason because they would think this would the, be the best thing uh, to put a bunch of violent inmates into a, an open room dorm <laughs> well put thank you john what the fuck? i what? absolutely love the way what? john is what? able to express what's going on in fucking new mexico in 1980 <laughs> Not a good idea. It's yeah. yeah. not bright. Okay, all right, let, let me let me break this down. It was fucked up. Let me break. This down. You have. So they created a, an environment where this was a recipe. You have disaster. Exactly. You have very well put. You have. You have the Aryan Brotherhood. Okay, which uh, there's somebody there's some some specific person that or type of people that they hate. I can't remember. Oh. Oh. That's right. They don't like um, African-Americans or black people. Yeah, they don't like anybody, honestly. You Anyone have, that's not white. You have and... the black Muslims. You have bikers. 
and uh, well, let's just throw them all in this big ass open room and exactly. don't provide them enough beds and overfill it mm-hmm. where there's only supposed to be 60 but I think we can fit about 120 in there <gasps> there weren't enough beds <laughs> Oh, this, they were literally stacked on top of each other. <laughs> this oh is gosh. New Mexico. <laughs> Welcome to Orle. Oh my god! Fucking balling alleys and crack cocaine and fucking Breaking Bad and. Oh my god! <laughs> we all have blue meth that in Albuquerque. Holy so shit! Yeah, there you Please go. come down to Albuquerque and so, help our can't, meth problem. Can't wait to visit. Jesus Christ! I'm now fucking staying away from there. <laughs> Fuck, Sorry, dude. dude. So I'd ra- rather spend time in Juarez than fucking New Mexico. Dude, <laughs> you're, sa- you're probably safer in Juarez than you are in Albuquerque. <laughs> oh my God. But I got your back, you guys. If you ever come, I, t- yeah, I-, I, I was going to say, you're really, your really like, I don't us. know if you are like pro or anti the Cornyn. Albuquerque. Oh. Like, welcome committee or not. Like, Albuquerque I can't is a very beautiful city. It has become a very drug inundated mm-hmm. city and i'm sorry to say that mm-hmm. there's a be- albuquerque is beautiful it's a beautiful city compared and to what to, well if, you nothing, know there's very beast. little out there but if you look at our <laughs> balloon fiesta we yeah. just yeah. ended our balloon fiesta we have Dia de los Muertos. Oh, we have cool. the burning yeah, of old man gloom in santa fe we have Beautiful mountains. You've seen Charleston. It's beautiful in <laughs> Charleston, go by you guys. It's no, very we pretty. Dude, we got to get on with the story. Okay, All right. my you apologies. Go. My apologies. Every, everywhere you turn, everywhere you turn, somebody's there. Their feet stink. There's about six inches between you and the dude in the bed next to you. You can't even move. Yes, the size of a normal penis. I won't be able to show you. You have a little extra room. That's whatever, Jen. Okay, my penis is bigger than yours. We compared it, and I won. This is true. I do not have a penis. Yeah, that's what you think. I'd Uh, like to think that I know that I don't have a penis. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I agree to disagree. Their feet stink. There's about six inches. There's about... (laughs) <laughs> there's space between you and the dude in the bed next to you and you can't even move your arm over without hitting someone in the face here's 85 guys crammed into a dorm built to hold 50 some cells have two dudes in them now so there goes all hope of privacy locked in there with some asshole you might feel like pissing on where did I pull this from <laughs> I don't know like the quote okay anyway <laughs> Doesn't everybody piss on an asshole? I guess. All right, so this is the uh, extra, extra. This is Saturday, the day day of. So this happened Friday night, 1.30 in the morning after drinking some hooch. You know Mm. what hooch is, Jen? Yeah, hooch is is crazy. What is hooch? You don't know nothing about hooch. Hooch is... A hoochie mama, maybe. (laughs) Inmate created uh, libation. What'd you say? Libation. What the fuck is a libation? Alcohol. Yes. It's a, it's an edu- Why don't you just say alcohol? Because I'm trying to be because creative. She's educated. All right. Hooch is crazy <clears throat> for all right. my scrub friends. So like hooch. So hooch is different than a uh, prino. Prino is prison wine. That's what you make for your girlfriend in there. 
That's a very romantic moment, yeah. too. Then yeah. your girlfriend- there's Prino, which yes. is the prison wine, and then there's right. Pino for our non-criminal friends. And there's Penile Enhancement. Penile? <laughs> <laughs> Go to talkbutter.com <laughs> slash John's washing machine slash dryer cup. What was it? There's, uh, cup holder. Cup holder. There's, cup holder. All right. there's Pino. There's, there's, there's Primo, which is prison Prino? wine. There's Primo, which is prison wine. There's uh, Hooch, which is prison beer. So this is prison beer. Let me go with toilet water. Toilet water. So this happened Friday around 1.30. The prison inmates, from what I found out, they get to stay up at until 1.30 on Friday night. Then a guard comes in, and we're talking about a dormitory here. So in a, in a normal prison, that's, you know not the lowest educated state in America. You 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 walk down you walk down the hall with a flashlight and you look in the in the bars. But in, apparently in New Mexico there's they don't have the bars, so you just walk into a big dorm room, like an army barracks, and you try not to step on anyone's face and you try to count the bodies Ooh. that are supposed to be sleeping. Sounds like Why a great would you? Time. I would if I was the fucking officer or the the guard, dude. They're they're all in there. I promise. Like I would not fucking go in there. You fucking serious? Yeah. You kidding me? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Anyway, so a little bit about the case, and then we're gonna dive pretty deep in it. Two hundred forty police to three hundred forty, or two two hundred forty to three hundred police. This includes the special SWAT teams. All counties, police from everywhere. And I got this epic picture of all of them motherfuckers standing outside doing nothing. Because <laughs> they didn't do shit. Because they're not going up in there. All, I mean, you... The, dude, you could you could bring 10,000 people in and they wouldn't go in there. They would not go they're in just there. like, let it play the fuck out. Yep. Let them burn it down. But the, I don't think they knew how savage the prisoners would get. National Guard was there. They surrounded the whole prison. Twelve guard, twelve guards out of twelve hundred inmates. Twelve. That is not good. They're held hostage, and uh, let's just say this. All right, the go- the governor at the time, Bruce King, was there helping with the negotiation, and the prisoners. Which I'll put a, a video of the ne- negotiation. They're wearing the bandanas. No one was convicted for this. Any of this, by the way. You're right. Not 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 a single person. <clears throat> He's right. <laughs> wow. But it's not that they didn't know who did it. They just they probably didn't want to fucking go down that route at this point. But anyway, one of the uh, bandits says, "If you don't do what we say, quote, now this is this is telling you the hostage situation. Quote, twelve heads would roll. End quote." Ooh. Which means we're going to kill all these fucking guards. Every fucking guard we're going to kill. Most of them, I mean, let's be honest, 80% were violently sodomized. Violently beat. Holy shit, man. And one, there was one quote that's in there that you'll read. is like, I don't, I get paid $868 a month for this shit. Fuck that. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Forget violently sodomized. My uh-huh. understanding is is that when they were sodomizing, when this happened, when they were doing this to the guards, it was a very, um, it was promoted. 
Mm. They were being cheered on to do this, Oof. is my understanding. Oh, this I is, could be yeah. wrong, but my understanding is the rest of the prisoners in Santa Fe, um, in this jail at the time, were goading them. Yeah. Mm. I, mean, I, yeah. I, I could see that in like that, that riot mentality. Yeah. Well, so, and I'll get to this in a little bit, but there was a dormitory. The dormitory is... E2, that is the the dormitory. So when we say E2, that is minimum security. So when I say dormitory, most prisons don't have that. But New Mexico, they have them. They have a special dormitory in the prison for for uh, he was selling weed or, you know, whatever, not child rapist or women murderers or murderers in general. These are all just. A, you know, blue collar financial bullshit. These are just prisoners that, you know, are not violent. They're in there for whatever. Let's put them all in a dorm. That's okay. All right. Before this happened, as you saw that article of the freaking senator mm. walking through, and you know what a senator is going to do. This is a problem. I'm trying to get reelected. We got to get this thing figured out. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to fix all this. We're, and we're going to start with a cell block five. Cell block five needs to be repaired. A cell block five is the most violent inmates. A lot of the Aryan Brotherhood, a lot of the the, the killers. You got to be a straight killer to be in there. And it's all barred up, so they all got their own room. Mm-hmm. And the only barracks here is E2. So, all right, we got to fix cell block five first, and then we'll move our way down. So we'll start with the violent inmates. All right, well, we'll bring in a crew. Let's bring in a maintenance crew. We got to replace the bars. We got to, you know, replace shatterproof glass, all this stuff. They're, they were actually in the process that week of switching to completely electronic door lock systems, which I guess was high tech at the time. But at this point, they still had to, every cell, you had to, with the with the actual key, right? But you think now they just press a button and the cell pops open. Mm-hmm. They, they were in the process that week. It was going to be a two-week thing of changing everything over to electronic. All right. They were starting with uh, cell block five. So they got to move these. They got to migrate these inmates somewhere. And where are they going to put them? Well, we got some space here in this dormitory, E2, which is a minimum security dormitory right let's just put them in there Hmm, sounds like a great idea (laughs) who who made this decision (laughs) welcome to new mexico because i couldn't figure it out like no one wants to take no one wants to take responsibility for this decision like moving these people over here because that 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 is the dumbest shit i've ever fucking heard in my life dude okay anyway and Wow. So we're starting this February 1st, 1980. It's 1.30 in the morning. And these inmates are up drinking hooch. And these are Aryan Brotherhoods. And they've been, they have been freaking beaten this last week, this last five years with this new warden. This warden, as we'll talk about, has a goon squad, a, ter- a terror squad. And I mean, it's, pre- it's pretty bad. But anyway. They said that um, the senator actually said that it would what the prison was before that this even happened was a quote tender block that only needed a spark to ignite and he was right dude 
this is the the quote from the book this will start the story in the best light for us right here if you want to read this nicole this is the the whole night summed up so we can start the story there was a full moon that friday night i watched it move across the patch of sky framed by the window near my bunk noticing how it turned the desert surrounding the penitentiary ghost white I even thought about all of the superstitions connected with the full moon and something I'd read recently about a survey proving that crime really did increase every month when the moon was full. I was tuned in, but not enough. It didn't cross my mind that the instigators of a long-planned riot would choose this night to put their scheme into action, maybe because I didn't really think of a prison uprising as something criminal. To me, it was a righteous and overdue response to years of abuse, mental and physical. All that overdue rage, though, made people go crazier than anyone expected. There's no doubt that the Aryan Brotherhood started this. They said, quote, and this from the book, quote, unless something's done soon, the man's going to have all the white bros locked down in cell, in cell block three, over half the brotherhoods there already, end quote. That was said around 1145. The last inspection, and the inspection, as I said, after they all moved the Aryan Brotherhood to this open dormitory, is a guard, and there's only two guards at the time on on the night shift they one of them stands by the door the other one walks down the hall and counts all the bodies that are, are right there they're not in the cell they're not being blocked by the bars there's nothing is open the plan was as soon as they come in for the last check if they even do it because what has been happening is the guards are too fucking scared to do it and i get it mm. like so they just been calling in Oh yeah, they're they're all there. Just checked, all good, yeah. you know. And and one guard is supposed to go in and lock the day room behind him, so he's stuck in there with them. That's a security pro- protocol, so they don't all jump out. Yeah. But who the fuck's gonna do that? You gonna leave the door open? You need an exit, you know what I'm saying? So they've been doing stuff like leaving the door open, so that if they need to get out, that's how like overcrowded it was, and just. Not enough guards. They were scared for their life. You know what I'm saying? So that's what happened that night. And these Aryan Brotherhood, they're like, you know what? Tonight's the night. We're going to jump this guard when he comes in here. Mm -hmm. We're going to hold him hostage. And we're going to take over the fucking prison. And basically, the, the whole plan is this. Get the guards, go to the control room, and as soon as we get... The control room is the, 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 the hub, dude. If you get in the control room... Which is funny, we're, we're going to talk about the brand new shatterproof top of the line glass were just, was just installed in the, uh, in the control room. I'm telling you, whoever made that decision should get their fucking money back. <laughs> 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 Through this episode, I'm going to put a lot of the photos of the prison. It is completely destroyed. It looks like a war zone. It It was. was Literally. It was a war zone. That that is actually a Huey helicopter Mm -hmm. that was flown in Nam. (laughs) That is a war fucking helicopter. They were flying over. Dude, this this happened over two days and nobody entered because I mean, let's be honest, they were fucking scared. They were scared. They were fucking cops. Shitless. The SWAT team, the National Guard. I'd be fucking scared. Tear one another apart. Because they could, but but here's the thing they could see through the windows. Mm -hmm. 
they could see what was going on. That guy that was hanging from the basketball hoop, they were looking they at were that. They were watching it. They were, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, this is uh, the narration of what uh, basically the, from the book is what happened. When the pigs come in tonight to take the count, we're going to grab them and take over this prison. There was an uproar of approval when the speaker had to quiet. Here's how it's going to go down. When the two screws who are counting to get the back of the dorm, three of us will grab them. Hold on. Screws obviously mean uh, the guards. That's what the screws are called. Another two will take the pig at the door, which will be easy since these assholes never lock it like they're supposed to. Everyone else look asleep when they come in, but be ready to cover our action when we need you. I know you're creaming about it now, but just remember when it comes down, anyone who stays in the sack after the shit hits the f- after the shit hits is in trouble. So basically that's a warning. Yeah. Right. You don't want to participate. You're gonna be in the same position as the guards. You're gonna you're gonna get up. You're gonna grab a weapon, a pipe, a something. And as you'll see, the guards are stripped naked. So you have you have twelve you have twelve prison guards walking around. But whoa, they got tattoos all over themselves. And that, that I don't recognize those guards. They they put the guard uniforms on. Mm. <laughs> so. All the guards are now the prisoners in the guard uniforms. Fucking crazy, gotcha. right? Gotcha. But if you stay in the sack, you you're gonna basically you're gonna die because yeah. there's no rules here, right? And we all fucking hate each other. And if you're not a brother of us, you're fucking dead. Yep. And we don't want to escape the prison. We want to do what we've been wanting to do to mm. each other, and that's what we're gonna do. It's fucking crazy. Anyway, this is E two dormitory so that's crazy knowing that 34 people died and no one was convicted of anything Mm -hmm. yeah i mean wow (laughs) i don't know why so at least 60 skinheads of the Aryan brotherhood were moved into the day room uh the original plan now that skin the skinhead the Aryan brotherhood was the the planners of this their this is their original plan so you can see how the hatred here their original plan was to get 50 white brothers in the gym. They were, after they, they take over the prison, mm-hmm. instead of escaping or whatever, this is what they're going to do. This is what they this is what they want to do. They want to get 50 white brothers in the gym, gather 40 blacks, this is from the, the book, and stab them to death. Now, there were 200 African Americans in the prison. A lot of them were the black Muslims. That's the, the group is called the black Muslims. And the majority in the prison, and this is crazy, was the Aryan Brotherhood, skinheads, in the prison at the time. There's uh, the majority, like 700 of those compared to the Chicanos, the black Muslims, and the the biker, the biker gangs, which kind of intermingled, obviously, with the skinheads, too. But that was their plan. That was their whole plan. We just want to stab all, all these black people to death. That was like... The goal. That was their mission. That was their mission, but it changed. They were going to go to the psych units, get all. The, they were going to get all the guards hostage, which they did. Besides, the, there was two guards that actually fled. Wow. Um, for, yeah, they, they're lucky. in the control room. They're like, I don't need this shit. I'm gone. And which I would have did the same fucking thing. Yeah, they fucking drove their run. cars out of the shit. They're like, fuck run, this. Run, run, mm-hmm. run. Yeah. So the the next mission was to go to the pharmacy and. 
literally do all the drugs they could find. <laughs> do all the drugs. <laughs> they were going to do every fucking drug, and they did most most of yeah, them. Yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> I remember this part very clearly. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, so they would walk back and forth. They would get high and then come and fucking do some brutal shit, which we're going to talk about. So the three guys that were on guard, and... It's usually two, but this night it was three. It was a Lieutenant Anaya. He was one of the ones checking the beds. He was walking. And you literally, you're stepping over people, trying not to step on anyone, and most importantly, trying not to wake anyone up. Because mm. you don't want to wake up a violent fucking Aryan Brotherhood inmate no. in a pitch black dark room. There's no, yeah. there's no windows with fucking moonlight. There's nothing. It's dark. Completely dark. And you definitely don't want that flashlight to burn out right now. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> and oh you can't God. find your way back out the fucking oh door. Because there's no light. There's no light. None at all. It's pitch black, dude. So you're trying your best not to step on anyone. There's a Captain Robal. He was also walking. So you have two lanes that go down in the dormitory. One's walking to the left. Another's walking up the right. On the outside of the door was Officer Schmidt. He was supposed to shut the door, lock it. But since there's so many prisoners, violent prisoners, and so few guards, they have lately not been locking the door. And the more I, the more I think about it, I don't think it was, oh, I need an escape plan, like I said earlier, but I think just the sound of the lock clicking, because mm. it's very uh, old school, like, yeah. I don't think they wanted to wake up any of the fucking inmates, dude, at all. Hopefully they'd be asleep, but they weren't asleep. They've been drinking fucking hooch all night and fucking getting cornholed. They they're ready to go, man. Apparently during the room check, someone grabbed Anaya Hernandez and pulled them into a room and beat them up. There had been no word on Anaya. Guard Dwayne Toombs, who was on vehicle patrol when the riot started, said he was able to escape in a vehicle before being captured. All right, that that's one of the the guards there's like, I'm out. Um, $860 a month. Yeah, peace, yo. I'm going to go work at the hardware store. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> it just happened, man, he said, when asked if he had any idea how it started. For the past week, we have been getting new guards right and left, but it's a little too late. He shrugged his shoulders and said, and they only give us 843 a month for this. A lot of the guards that they were hiring were 18... 20 years old and they were giving them these you know the power over all these violent lifers that have spent Mm -hmm. the last 30 years behind bars and you're some 18 year old and you're going to talk down to me and treat me like a dog and there's actually a little clip i'm going to show you where they were kicking them down the stairs you gonna do that all right all right you just wait motherfucker that wasn't learn yeah Mm -hmm. no shit Right. Here's one of the photos from the uh, prison. Wow. As oh, that is torn to mm-hmm. fuck up, bro. So what they would do is they would uh, they would make these bombs, and the prisoners are super smart when it comes. They're like MacGyver's, right? So they would they would make these like little bombs out of mattresses and like incendiary devices and smoke out other inmates and it's how do you make a bomb out of a mattress well you gotta be a fucking pre you gotta be in prison for a few years jen (laughs) (laughs) right how did she not know that (laughs) 
I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe the, with the coils? I don't know. It's a good thing that I nap on my couch and yeah. not on my it, This is just a preview of some oh, of the shit no. you're going to see. This is, is just some of the, the blood oh, on the no. wall. This is, I mean, you know what that is right there? You, you know why that looks like that? Now, how do you think that blood stain got there? Head. That's a head. That is somebody's head beat against, beat against, against the wall. I know that very well. The bodies. <laughs> the bodies in the floor. All right, let's see. This is uh, from the book. This is about the guards. The the guards were the first to get it. Mm. Those three is particularly. Blindfold them, too, someone yelled. Fastening a canteen-issued bandana tightly around one of those hostages' eyes. Let's keep these sorry motherfuckers shifted in their pants. They won't be able to see nothing. They won't be able to protect themselves. It'll be like sifting in a goddamn hole. Hey, pig face. Just like all those times you wrote up tickets on me and sent me into that black piss hole in the basement. Well, it's your turn now, cocksucker. Wow. So even this inmate, he, who, it, the, the way he's writing this, is like, you, you got what you fucking got. Naked, the the guards, three these three guards got it first. All of them butt naked. Not only naked, now the, the prisoners are wearing your uniform. Gagged in the fetal position, Three, the boat, all three of them were brutally beaten and raped almost to death. And one of them specifically will be dragged through the entire prison as one of the mission, the main mission is going to be taking place. He comes with wow. him the whole time. He doesn't know it because he's fucking unconscious. Wow. But he comes with him the whole time. The one, these are the ones. The three that got it the worst were in the, quote, goon guard, end quote. This was part of the warden's more sadistic officers who would literally go and beat prisoners into submission for just the dumbest shit. Just beat the fuck out of them. No wonder they didn't want to fucking, mm. you know, lock the door or do bed checks. Fuck that. Right. All right. First priority. All right. We're out. We're out of the door. That was it. Like, we got out of the door. It's not locked from the outside. Because if it was locked from the outside, they're fucked. Right. So immediately, they grabbed the two guards on the inside. Before, they, there was one guard on the outside, remember? Uh, and the door was supposed to be locked, but those motherfuckers don't lock the door. We got him. Boom. He didn't lock the door. We good. Now, everyone breathe. Everyone is getting the fuck up. If you're not, you're dead. Every one of you motherfuckers, 80 in the in this e2 dormitory get the fuck up grab some pipes strip these guards naked okay i see you already corning that guard yeah you, you, you train yeah carry come on, on. <laughs> carry on with the train once y'all get that done put on the uniforms let's get outside first priority go to the control room we take the control room we take the prison the control room is the has all the keys and, and the two guards in the control room who booked it, which were in my, I would have did the same thing. They left all the, the, the main keys right there. They, they were just too scared. They didn't even take the, yeah. the main keys with them. They just fucking. They fucking took off. They, I don't blame them. So they, it was survival of yeah. the fittest. Yeah. And, and here's, here's what I want you guys to understand about the story. They do get into the control room, even though this high-tech shatterproof proof glass non-refundable but in the control room there's a door <laughs> the door leads to freedom to safety you have a, a thousand 1200 inmates and you guys all rush out 
there's some that could never, you know, would never be caught if everyone split up or whatever. That's it, man. All you got to do is run out. Boom. You know, free in the wind. Why didn't they? That's what I want you to think about. They had other plans. They didn't want to run out. The guards surely did. They ran out the control room door, got in their cars and booked it. You know, these prison inmates, they could have easily jumped in a, a car or whatever. Just, I mean, they were free, but they didn't. So first priority, get to the control room. Second, there were <laughs> second priority. This is from the book of the Aryan Brotherhood. Get to the kitchen to get meat cleavers and knives. This oh. is their planning. This is how they plan. All right. First, control room. Second, meat cleavers and knives. Third, grab as much paint thinner as you can and we'll get super fucking high. Like this is in the book. This is what they're fucking planning out. <laughs> and Very the third logic. priority and the most important is to go to cell block four. Cell What's block in cell block four? <laughs> you tell me. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think is a cell block four? I don't know. All the people they wanted to kill. <laughs> or rape, right? Here's another. Look at all that fucking blood. Ooh. This is a cell block four um, image. Who do you think is in cell block four? Oh, the black Muslims? No, no. It wasn't. Uh, it was black and white in there. Here's another image. Look at this image. Look at that. Wow. It is completely fucking trash, dude. That is beds, mattresses, lo- lockers, whatever, just completely trashed. It's chaos. What you're <laughs> looking crazy. at is literal chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is this... Wow. It's like the hallway, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I was going to ask if this is one of the open ones, but you can see the cells, the doors. Yeah, the you can cells. see their numbers. A lot of the inmates were outside. You see, if you see videos, you'll see a lot of the inmates trying to escape because, as I said, they'd made these bombs and incendiary devices out of mattresses. So they were basically smoking themselves dead in there, you know? So a lot of them were trying to escape, yeah. you know, and just not escape like I want to run away. Just like, please get me out of this fucking prison. I don't know. This is about the guards. We're going to read this. The guards get worse every shit eaten day. There's a slew of these new ones, and they're the worst motherfuckers I've ever seen. All in their early 20s. One's only 18, and none of them have any training except in how to carry a chip on their shoulder and a bad attitude. So the first... They're they're going. This is a little bit more about the guards. Um, if you using their cocks like weapons, they paid back the man with the worst humiliation they knew. They did it in trains. Four or five inmates lining up in front of each other in of three, coming quickly as if their semen were bullets. <laughs> they worked up such a frenzy that they have eventually their cocks wouldn't do. <laughs> They Jesus had to take Christ. a two-foot billy club, grease it down only because they tried it dry and couldn't get it in, and shove it as high as they could up one guard's anus. This the the one guard they, they all they all had billy clubs shoved oh. way up there. The one guard, so picture that this. I'm I'm going to show you. There's twelve people in general called the execution squad. They 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 uh, gave themselves that moniker. And they actually drag one guard with them the entire time. 
He's unconscious. He's been raped, had a train done on him, and he's got a, a two-foot billy club shoved up his anus, and he is being drugged through the entire With prison. With it still in his butt? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. This is God. fucking terrible. It just gets worse. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> Welcome to New Mexico. Wow. Yeah, no shit. Y'all got a real wow. fucking problem up there, man. <laughs> I remember the first guy that uh, died was a guy who normally cleaned up the hall. It was a snitch informant. Had somebody uh, took a pipe, hit him in the head, a piece of his skull flew up against the wall. Um, body started quivering as he lay on the ground. Uh, I mean, it was like the first death, and you just start realizing, you know, this is a lot of potential to be violent, just a lot of potential. And things just started escalating from there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This what I mean. What would you do, bro? I'm just being honest. Those in the front of this mob were dragging a barely crawling, naked, blindfolded man by a belt looped around his neck. Those behind were kicking him in the ribs and ass and whacking him in the legs, which, like his arms, were tied. I saw someone bring a chain down hard across his back, and the man crumbled. But the crowd was determined to keep him moving. Unlock the gate, or we'll beat the shit out of your friend here. The rioter holding the belt demanded of the guard inside the booth, who couldn't be seen through the mirrored window. Unlock the gate, you motherfucker, or you're gonna have to... Or you're going to have one dead screw on your hands, the rioter repeated. The prisoners have to get in the control room. There's only one way in. It's through that door. But there's two guards in the control room, and they're sure as fuck not going to god dang open that door. And they're going to say it's because of my training, but in reality... They're pooping their pants yep. right now. They're terrified. And but they also got the upper hand because we got a shattered proof glass. You ain't getting in here. So fuck you. Plus, like we got this mirrored window where they can't see they can't them see anyway. Them, yeah. So they're safe, right? Because shattered proof glass, you know, that shit is shatterproof, right? So anyway, they were quote kicking, punching, pounding him, the officer with pipes until he was nearly dead. End quote. The officers behind the glass wouldn't open. They started beating on the glass with pipes. Eh, eh, eh. The guards probably like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Shatter- you ain't getting in here. Shatterproof, motherfucker. Pipes, boom, boom. One of them takes a mop bucket, tosses the mop bucket. It bounces back. Nothing's working in them. Nothing, nothing, nothing. One of them grabs one of the bigger Aryan Brotherhood men. Grab a fire extinguisher. Let's try this. I <laughs> want those big fire extinguishers. He does this whole little, you know, softball kind of throw oh, where he's God. like get wounding up. Boom! Throws it right on that window. Cracks in the entire window shatters. Not shatters all the way open. Completely spiderweb cracks. I, I have a, a photo of it. I'm gonna show you. Completely spiderweb cracks. The two guards inside, they open that door and they fucking get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, oh, They fuck. fucking run. They leave the keys behind and it only takes a few more hits to get in that control room. Shatter, and, and in the book it says something like, shatterproof my fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get your fucking money back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is false. All right, this is the this is the point here. They want to they they have the opportunity to leave. 
But instead, they're sitting there. We're the execution squad. Our main, our main priority now is to take these keys and go to cell block four. Cell block four. We're not going to run. Even though the National Guard is here, not here yet, we can still make it out. There ain't nobody out here yet. They ain't even got here. The police ain't got here yet. We can still make it out. Nah, let's just fucking go to cell block four. Cell block four is known as the snitch unit. Oh. <laughs> what do you say about snitches? Snitches. Ditches. Well, in this case, snitches get ditches. They they forego escaping to freedom because the snitch unit, the the there is called protection. The people in the snitch unit, the, the 33 dead inmates wow. or whatever, have told or testified or said something falsely to uh, to put someone in this prison. Wait, falsely or maybe not falsely? Well, according to the inmate, it may be false. I don't know. I didn't go into the semantics. But they snitched. They said something, and you don't fucking snitch. Everyone's watched hard, or everyone everyone's watched movies. They know you don't fucking snitch on anybody. You just don't fucking do it, man. You don't fucking do it. You don't snitch. You don't fucking snitch. They did. So they're in. Cell block four, which is protection. That's all it is. It's for snitches. It's for snitches. That was what a snitch is. So their whole mission is to go down there and fuck these people up. And that's exactly what they fucking did. But they're going to run into some few a few problems. But I will say they did get all of them. Mm-hmm. I, I know that's not a good thing to say, but wow. they did get them all at the end. It's and and then they were happy. They are like, all right, you guys can come in. We're good. We're good here. So the execution squad, which is... About 12 people. So they had the keys to the block, the whole cell block. So they just walked down there to execution squad. Boom. 12 people. They walked down there. I don't care what everyone else is doing. Let them do their thing. Fuck it. Where the story's focused on the execution squad. They try to unlock the individual cell bars, but there's there's been a since they've been trying to change over to the electronic system, there's a problem with the keys. None they have the keys to the, the individual cells, but none of them will open because they're in the process of changing all the electronic things. None of them would open. Okay, so the guys are fine, right? They just gotta last in their cell. You can't break down us you can't break down the bars. How are they going to break down the bars? They can't, right? They're fine. None of the snitches die. Right. But so they're down there trying to. All right. So you're, let's say you are in your private cell. You got the bars and you, you snitched and you're labeled a snitch and someone's coming to kill you. An execution squad is coming to kill you. Mm -hmm. So they are just nonchalantly trying to open your fucking cell and it ain't working. And you're scared shitless, but you're thinking Jesus Christ in heaven that it ain't working and they can't get in. Right. But they ain't going to stop. They're going to figure out how to get in. And these bars are pretty big. Yeah. Pretty thick. Now, as I said earlier, and this is pretty ingenious, the uh, they were doing some renovations. And since, you know, it's New Mexico and I don't, from what I can see, they don't really think anything through. <laughs> At least from this episode. Amen. <laughs> the 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 day worker crew there, the construction crew that was doing all this the work, they just 
left their blowtorches fucking everywhere. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit, look at this. We got all these fucking blowtorches. Well, the keys oh don't fucking god. work. <laughs> oh my god. So, Everyone wants some marshmallows? <laughs> so, the keys aren't working. <laughs> Let's see if these blowtorches work. <laughs> this is going on. Not oh only is this going god. on by this point, the, the fucking cops and the National Guard are seeing through the fucking windows and they're seeing these And animals. you know they're seeing the blowtorches are like, God <laughs> damn it. Is that flame? <laughs> Who left the construction crew kid yeah. out there? There is probably a lot of questions. You know, they're, they're like, there was actually a... Damn it. <laughs> now that you brought that up, there was a, a fucking 200-page report oh, that I, I refuse to read because I ain't reading the 200-page report Mm-mm. just on this... That the, On the number of fuck ups that, that the occurred. fucking like the Senate, you know, the Washington made New Mexico, you know, fucking go through. It was a whole fucking thing. Yeah. It's like you're gonna fix it this was right now. Bad. It's like you're so gonna fix bad. this right now. And 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 like D said earlier, it changed a lot with prison systems. Mm-hmm. I don't think they fucking do dormitories anymore. I may be wrong, but holy fuck, you know. This One thing a after lot another. This was a very big educational mm. oh, yeah. issue for all prison I, systems in the state. I feel like uh, pr- prisons Excuse is me. not where you want to uh, like be loosey goosey with some shit. You know, yeah. nope. like let's let's err Dude. on the side of fucking caution in yeah. a prison. I, I'm gonna be honest, man. I after this story, I ain't never going to fucking prison. You know, <laughs> at fuck least now. Before, New Mexico. before that it was cool. okay. It, you need to make sure you cover your tracks, people. God damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> fucking loom and all that shit gets you. You need to do your shit in a different a location. Fuck. <laughs> I'm telling you. Dexter was the way to go. No, fucking, I, I'm going to get in trouble saying this. I, Israel Keys was the way to go. That was fucked he up. He was very he, genius. He, he made he some did. mistakes in the end. Absolutely. But he was very genius in how his, uh, he was very, very methodical yeah. in how to do it. Yeah, he was evil, though. Very evil and yet methodical. Well, he was just a, a serial killer. He his job. Just a serial uh, You know, oh my God. They, and, and really, where is that written down? you need to be mm-hmm. as a serial killer. Hmm. What are Good those questions? A lot of those motherfuckers probably listen to this podcast. You know, a lot of these people probably listen, probably killers listen to this shit. Now, can you imagine sitting there and one one of the inmates, the, the last one to die, waited three hours. They took their time. You'll see the you'll see his prison gate. Mm-hmm. It ain't just one or two bars. It is nicely cut. In a nice straight. He's done this before. They like made a, a an entryway door where they don't even have to trip over the bar. Oh my god! I mean, it is so nicely Professional. cut. So Convenient. this guy, and they were doing this on purpose. The snitch, whoever snitched on one of the guys in the execution squad, right? They wanted him to spend three or four hours knowing that he's about to get it. Mm. And we got plenty of gas in this fucking blowtorch. We ain't going to use all of it on this fucking bar, right? Mm-mm. So that's what the snitches were thinking about because that's what they were living through. We're watching with binoculars and just watching the activities because they're just raising cane inside. And we watched the guy be, being held up by two individuals. And he was standing uh, basically looking like he was looking out the window, but he's not looking out. And they had a torch. 
and they just started cutting on his face with a torch and they started working on his eyeballs uh, with a torch and all of a sudden his, his head exploded like it's the gases building up with the heat of the acetylene and I looked over at Buddy and I said did you, did you see that and he says yeah and I just couldn't, I, I couldn't believe I just watched somebody die and there's not a damn thing we could do about oh. <laughs> this is one of those nice holes they didn't have to burn it all the way like this. They could easily burn one of the two bars off. But put put yourself in the snitch's mind, right? He is curled up at the back. Of, he knows he's about to die. Mm. And it, they could easily just kill him, shank him or whatever the fuck. They don't want to do that. They want to slowly burn it. And look how clean those cuts are. Yeah. <laughs> They're taking their time for a fucking reason. They ain't got shit to do, man. They ain't got shit to do. This is their fucking prison. They got all the food they want. <laughs> all the food's in the fucking canteen. They got all the drugs they want until it dries up. Well, they ain't got nowhere else to go. What the fuck? <laughs> They're going to take their time. Life is good. No problem. And they fucking time. They took their time, man. They mm-hmm. took their time. Look, you can tell. Yep. This isn't, they could have easily fit in there without burning all them bars down. But they made it nice because they wanted this guy to fucking feel it. They wanted him to to torture himself. These guys were probably, I mean, one guy I know was going into shock, like legit. Mm -hmm. I mean, because the fear. You you have this execution squad that is focusing on you. We're going to get you, motherfucker. You just wait. Oh, we're going to, we're doing it slow. I mean, you're, you're about to die, but it's like, hurry up, kill me. What the fuck? Right. They're going yeah. into shock. Like, uh, you know, don't die yet, motherfucker. You yeah. Know? We have, we have time for you. Yeah. yeah. And it's not they like. literally were like that. We have time mm-hmm. to fuck yeah. you up. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got, we got yep. all the time we want. Uh, yep. As long as the drugs are still good mm-hmm. and the food's still here. And yeah. they, yep. and it's not like they're like, ah, oh, you're dead. Shh. Yeah. You're dead. <laughs> no. Oh, You're about to see it. how it's going to be about, you know, how they kill him. Mm-hmm. Sydney's got it. She's awesome, isn't she? She yeah. is. They are really going to take their time with those stitches. Snitches. Archie Martinez was one of the first snitches. Quote, they handcuffed, quote, they handcuffed his arms and legs spread eagle to the bars that lined the wall mm. of the guard station in front of the cell block for they were going to take for they were going to make this a public execution and begin their rite of torture his screams could be heard not only on the north side but also far into the main corridor that ran through the penitentiary they can actually hear the screams from outside <laughs> As you'll hear. The the National Guard, can you imagine? They actually brought a medic team in, which Mm-mm. is kind of interesting. The National Guard, I say, you know, do you think a bunch of soldiers with guns? Yes, but it was mainly medics, uh, the medic squad. Yeah. And they were helping a lot of the inmates, which is kind of cool, you know. Um, the, and some of them were just inhaled so much fucking smoke, they were pretty much dead anyway. Right. A lot of them had to get airlifted, mm-hmm. honestly. Um You know, anyway, they beat him unconscious with pipes and then they they got this Epsom salt. I believe that's what it's called. Epsom salt or Mm -hmm. smelling salt. Mm -hmm. They got that would beat him unconscious, wake his ass up, beat him unconscious, wake his ass up. And they they kept on doing this. And then they got more uh, more creative. If you want to read this. 
Taking a straight razor, they slit the skin over both eyelids and gouged out his eyeballs so they hung down on his cheeks. Oh, no. The eyeballs fell to the floor, and one of the squad picked them up. Hey, Arch, I got your eyeballs to remember you by, he taunted, running the bottle of salts under his victim's nose. So the guy, he's still alive. <laughs> As he came Today? to. No, no. Oh, God. As his eyeballs fell out. Oh, God. He can't see shit. The guy, the execution squad guy, is like holding him back at him. I got your eyeballs, Archie. You know, uh. the snitch. Wake up. Here's some salt. So he wakes up. He's got two holes in his head oh, no. where his eyes used to be. He's like, oh, I can't see shit. What's going on? It reminds me of Shrek <laughs> when he has the like martini, like the olive oh, eye bars. Yeah. yeah. That's These guys cute. are fucking sadistic, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy this shit. is a brutal. Yeah, brutal, brutal. Brutal. As he came to, he pleaded with them to kill him and let him die, but they laughed. They laughed. (laughs) You fucking kidding me, bro? You put me in here. No, Arch. We got more in store for you. They brought the razor down on his penis and sliced it off. Oh, no. Okay, I'm not sure which one of these guys. A lot You can't even really tell these guys apart, but this is one of the... (gasps) Oh, this is uh, how this is. This is if you're a snitch, Jen. You don't fucking snitch. Stitches get, get stitches. I'm. You need to tattoo this on yourself so you remember not to snitch. His That's face right. is completely battered, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. Sydney's like, yeah, more of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another one. We're, we're getting through these snitches right now. His his face looks like they like made clown makeup on him. Mm. Another uh, snitch. So this was right down the line. They're all kind of lined up. Mm. Cell block to cell block. We might as well just go down the line. Like a firing squad. Go down the line here. And they're glad they found those blowtorches. Go down the line. They got one of them, hung them up from the railing, and, well, you can read what happened. Now they turned the... Was that acetylene? Acetylene torch. Did you say torch? Now they turned the acetylene torch on him, slowly burning each parts of his body, first his chest, then his stomach, his face, hands, legs, and what was left of his genitals. Ooh. This guy was burned so bad he was completely unrecognizable. Wow. They actually never identified him. It, I mean, it was it was like a like when you burn. You know, a bacon too bad. It's just like, you can't even eat it. It's just so, I mean, it's just black. Right. You can't even identify that. Um, a lot of the, the prisoners were actually killed. They would, they would take, you saw the mattresses out in the hall. They would take these mattresses and they would throw them instead of burning through the uh, bars. They would throw the mattress inside his own cell mm. and he would, be cremated <laughs> alive in his in his own cell. Mm. So if you want to read this. Some were killed the easy way, cremated to death by gasoline or paint thinner, thrown into their cells along with a lit match or the flames of the torch. Others paid the hard way. One man was held down convulsing as his executioners hammered a metal rod through his head. When they stopped, the man was dead. Blood soaked his face and the hands and clothes of his killers. And the rod stuck out of the other side of his skull. Yeah. Fucking crazy, mm-hmm. man. I mean, the the bar just, oh my God. 
Can you imagine? Wow. Basically, that's holding it. Oh, I'm so sorry. There you go. This is one of the it. one of the guys. Right. Oh yeah. shit! This is. That's brutal. Oh yeah, man. He's he's almost unrecognizable in his face. Whose face is that? Right. right. Oh. This is fucked, <laughs> right here. Um, this guy named Juan Sanchez, a snitch, man. Why you gotta be snitching, dude? They they actually noticed when this first happened. One of the de- the first demands was they wanted a bunch of gas mask, <laughs> and wow. they were like, "Why do you guys want gas mask?" You know, it's because they found a bunch of tear gas. <laughs> I mean, they, they. Oh my god! So and, and they yeah, these prisoners are they're very MacGyverish. They could use anything as a weapon. So if you want to read this. A rioter armed with a tear gas gun opened a cell door and walked in. Juan Sanchez was standing in a corner mumbling to himself. The light let in by the open door blinded him, unaccustomed as he was to do anything but days of darkness in the hole. So he didn't see the man come up to him and fire the tear gas canister in his face. Maybe he didn't even feel his head explode. Maybe Juan Sanchez died peacefully with the help of his delusional angels. Doubt it. Those tear gas canisters they they basically come out of a grenade launcher we we would shoot them they're coming out at, at an insanely fast rate of speed like a grenade launcher very fast so and and being so big girthy if you will <laughs> the canister directly on your face i mean and then it explodes as soon as it hits your face that's why know. he said your head, his, his head, head exploded. exploded, and that's one hundred percent what happened. There's no doubt about it. I can't imagine being mm-hmm. shot with a fucking canister. Yeah. No, thank you. All right, here's another one. We're we're pulling a lot of this from the book because I mean, you know, I can't say it better than this guy can. But one of the big snitches was Paulina Paul. Paulina Paul was a paranoid schizophrenic. He had uh, the uh, mental age of a twelve year old, and he was in cell block four. He was actually decapitated with a shovel. That was his his last uh, his mm. last um, you know whatever his last sight. I guess is seeing the shovel come down. And and I'm gonna read this quote when a dr- quote when a group of them found Paulina Paul's decapitated head, they stuck it on top of a broomstick. And paraded around the prison with it in a primitive rite of victory. Fucking wow. Nuts, man. I know, I know there's a lot for you to read, Nicole. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm taking it from Jen, so. Now Paulina Paul was to experience a death that matched the insanity of his 36 years. At a cell door... As his cell door was open, Bear ran inside and plunged a butcher knife into Paulina's stomach. It wasn't a fatal puncture, however. Paulina staggered out onto the tier, howling in pain and clutching the wound. While the other four held the squirming black man down, the biker first hacked, then sawed through his neck, tenaciously severing the skin bone and muscle until Paulina Paul was dead and his head rolled off his body. Oh, Oh my goodness. He had the distinction of being the only black Killed in the riot. Uh, his his head, his head rolled off his body. That's I mean, jeez. <laughs> what the fuck? That yeah. reminds me of the. I've been reading that headless horseman. It kind of reminds me. Oh, of Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, Ichabod. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. 
Fucking crazy, man. Crazy shit. What do you think, D? You fucking, you need to move away from goddamn right? New Mexico, bro. I what think I'm fuck? coming very close <laughs> to South Carolina with the family. Right? I'm a little bit safer here. <laughs> well, well. well, I mean, at least you're not going to get your fucking eyeballs torched in. Not yet. Not <laughs> I mean, yet. What the fuck? It also God. tells you how tough New Mexicans are to come yeah. through this and yeah. see. So we are, we still have pride. Shit. We have pride. Right in here is where we spent our last day before we were released inside of South Block 6 in here. And this is where the real terror really came in. That's when individuals walked in here and said to us, you want to see how, what is, how serious the situation this has come down? This individual came up in front of us and was literally holding a human head. And um, it is quite traumatizing to speak about this still, but he put this head right in front of each one of us, and they told us to choose which one of us would be next. This decapitation. I didn't realize what it was, and I said, my God, could that be something from the kitchen? He says, no. He about went into shock. It was a human head. It was a black man, a black man's head later that's on that's him right there Paul. Mm. a young kid young yeah he looks like a yeah it, child they were bringing the head around which one's gonna be next jen jen please <laughs> get her next please not me jen and nicole ladies first come on fuck <laughs> and hopefully hopefully the national guard will break in and save me motherfucker it's true. so is is that prison no longer uh no. like is that building empty or yes. demolished at this point it okay. is no longer being used that's correct <laughs> it's being don't used blame for, them after that I'm being but... used for fucking ghost tours probably yeah it is being it was at one time being used for tours yes wow. because um yeah Oh, I love New Mexico. I'm never fucking coming to New Mexico, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Fucking motherfuckers out there, you can't trust them, huh? Dude, like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever, I don't think we've done many New Mexico stories, but both of these are fucked, yo. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like doing J- Japanese stories. They're all just like, what the fuck? Except this yeah. is happening in our country. It's like what it's in our country? Like in Japan, it's like, why do you have to? taste the meat why do you have yeah. to put that flesh in your mouth you don't right. have to <laughs> like what the fuck and no. these literally can you imagine somebody holding somebody's head in front of you and yeah saying are you next right look yeah. at this guy Oi. Oh. oh my god this guy is fucked oh my god that's awful look at this guy sydney oh man that's <laughs> awful Christ. That's really sad. Jesus, he's a snitch. Oh, I know. I mean, I know, but God damn, man. Fuck, God damn. I ain't snitching on anybody, Mm -hmm. man. Fuck that. I mean, look at that guy, dude. He, it's almost like he's smiling. It's it's kind of really weird. It's a very eerie picture. It is. That I'm gonna make Jen's background on her computer. (laughs) So I'll put these on talkmore.com. This one's kind of this one's kind of fucked. Yeah. Anyway, what do you think, Jen? You can see how broken his nose is. Look at his teeth. Yeah. Yeah. His swollen. teeth are gone. He's got like two fucking teeth. Mm-hmm. His mouth is open. His eyes are swollen uh, shut. Swollen. 
They dragged the terrified occupant out, tied him spread eagle to the bars, and they started beating him with pipes and riot batons. His screams of, please don't kill me, let me live, I just want to go home, I want to see my mother, I want to see my wife just one more time, only brought sadistic laughter and renewed vigor to the beating. Then they untied him and threw him over the catwalk railing. Watching as he landed back first on the ground floor, his legs twitching in a final throw of agonized life. At the same time, three men on the floor above had bashed an inmate's head against the wall, slipped a rope around his neck, and hung him from the railing, which where his corpse dangled. There was mm. there was a lot of dangling corpses. Mm-hmm. Here, here's a um. We're almost done. Sydney says, don't snitch. Fuck yeah, Sydney. You know what? If we're in prison, Sydney, we'd have each other's back. Right. Yeah, we'd have each other. But but also, more importantly, Sydney says, just just be good. (laughs) Right, right. Just be good. Yeah. It'll suck, but you make your bed. That's not the lesson that I I got from Sydney. Uh, Be good, (laughs) y'all. That's not the lesson. Me and Sydney, we got it. We're going to go to cell block four because Jen and Nicole's down there have been snitching on us. That's why we're in prison to begin with. (laughs) Potentially. (laughs) Why would I be a snitch? Look at this guy. God damn. Look at that blood. unrecognizable. (laughs) Unrecognizable face. And even his hand are unrecognizable. I know, I know. When one of the executioners stood in front of his cell soon after their entry, taunting him with the threats of death and mutilation, Perrin stood mute and glassy-eyed behind his bed, leaning his full 300 pounds against it to keep the legs jamming the door. One second. So James Perrin, 34 years old, the execution squad saved him for last. He was actually not the last down... The corridor, mm-hmm. they actually kept passing them, and oh. he, he actually asked one of them, "You know, what are you going to do to me?" Oh, just you wait. Y- you're you're last. Oh, fuck. That's Jesus. He was a he was considered a God. quote. A, he was considered quote short eyes in quote, which means a baby raper. Oh. And he was well, serving a life mm-hmm. sentence for raping and murdering two little girls and their mother. Oh, no. So he was not yeah, a snitch. Well, he gets what's coming to He's him. He's not a snitch, right. but, you know, cell block four snitches and protection. So right. this guy obviously needs protection because everyone wants to fucking kill him. Yeah. But as short eyes, I, I don't really understand short eyes, but whatever. That's what they called him. They kept walking by a cell. And this is a big 300 pound dude. He's like, just what are you going to do to me? What are you going to do? Because he could hear it. Like, Mm -hmm. dude, these are the cells next to him. Like, he could hear their heads getting exploded with the blowtorch and the fucking canister in the face. All this shit, hunging him up, beating him, cutting his penises off and shit like that. And they're dragging this guard. They're still dragging the fucking guard with the baton out his butt. (laughs) So this guy (laughs) is leaning against the thing. You know, I'm. Please, you just do it. Do whatever you're gonna do. Oh, just hold on, man. Have patience. We'll get to you. We're, you. You're the last. Best for last. <laughs> <laughs> After blowtorching his door open, four executioners, including the one who'd originally taunted him, dragged James out of his cell, tied him spread eagle to the bars, and cooked him slowly with the roaring flame of the 
torch, melting his 300 pounds of flesh to the bone. They worked on him for half an hour, first burning his genitals, then his face, moving the torch up and down his body, bringing him around with smelling salts. When he had drifted into the comfort of unconsciousness until nothing could bring him back anymore, maybe this was enough penance to save Jimmy Perrin from any future hells. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, damn. What do you guys damn. Say? And this is interesting. This is the last thing I want to show you for this case. This is right after it after all the shit i showed you this is what uh the day room looked like right here you see it's a <laughs> god wow. bless this room amen forgive us and forgive us <laughs> wow damn that dude they, they really their- want forgive <laughs> they really think they're gonna get forgiveness for that one i mean they no one was convicted at all 34 people were dead and most of them couldn't even. I mean, you don't. Who are they? I mean, you saw. I mean, well, you know who they are. You know where they're cell. Who's, right. Who was in what cell? Yeah. And I mean, think about it. We I we went over three people hanging from either a basketball hoop or a fucking cell block or something hanging there. Mm. I mean, the image of the book that we read was of the dude hanging from a cell block. This was. They could have escaped if they want to. Mm-hmm. Wanted to. Right. Easily, man. They enjoyed what they did. They wanted to do it. They wanted because remember, at first done. it was all about killing the the black Muslims. They were going to stab, but 40 they really of them. didn't even. They didn't even get to that. Well, no. yeah, they didn't get to it. So, so how did it end then? I, well, so here, well, here's the thing. No, oh, no, they got their demands. Everything w- was better. The happy ending, honestly, a happy ending until they shut the fucking person down, obviously. Right. That's a little bit of a downer. <laughs> but it's literally a happy ending. They got what they wanted. I mean, to after be honest. Killing th- so, so after, so they killed 34 people. And well, then, all right, so, so and here's the thing. Like, okay, demands met. So, no, I, I get it. I get it. I, I get it. See, me and Sydney, we, we, we're different. <laughs> See, you're like, well... You got these 14 people, <laughs> you got these 14 execution squad. Okay, well, what did they get? Well, that means someone was, if they get in trouble, to snitch on them and say, oh, he's part of the execution squad. But we talked about what happens to snitches. Get stitches. So they probably did ask Okay, who who hung up these bodies here, and who who did this to this guy's penis, and all this shit? How many people, after seeing all this, said, "I'll volunteer to tell you who it is"? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see it. Nope. I yeah. don't fucking know I saw what nothing. happened. I don't know who I, it was. I was I was high on paint thinner. That's yep. what I would have said. I was fucked them paint thinner. Throw me in the hole, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't want to say any names in that respect. Yeah. The uh, warden got fired. Obviously, that was one of the demands. And I mean, honest to be honest, is a happy ending. The prison is better. Yeah, as D said earlier, there's changes all through uh, the the prison systems. No more overcrowding. Well, so now it's not overcrowding. It's just called early release, early parole. (laughs) That's what overcrowding is now. Yeah. We've talked a lot about that. Yes. In New Mexico, <laughs> you parole. can literally rape a dead child's body. Oh. And you're allowed to walk free. What? 
That needs to change. Yeah, man. We've covered stories where they're walking three. Remember the f- one of the first Canada. ones we've covered? Remember the uh, the Cook Brothers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that dude's free. Mm-hmm. Killed like 30 fucking people. Ugh. Raped a 12-year-old, remember? And yeah. and uh, took a cinder block and bashed her head yes, in. Yes, yes, yes. He's yes. fucking free right now. Mm-hmm. Overcrowding, man. They were going to... There was another big serial killer they were about to let out. I can't remember who it was. Um, Green River Killer, I think. Yeah, Green River Killer is going to let out. Oh, man, what? Really? Yeah, because of COVID. That that was their excuse. But honestly, it's just overcrowding and shit. And plus, he's been in there for fucking, what, ever? He's been in there 40-some-odd years. I know, but like... It's like, well, but still, he's a murderer. I know. Yeah, but like, do you right. think that these people are actually rehabbed? But they're, like, they're real no. criminals in there. Like, I don't yeah. care. I don't care if they're rehabbed. Guys, like, if you killed 30 people, just stay no, in fucking prison. D- well, Nicole, that's what I, I agree with there you. There are but. real prisoners in there that deserve to be in there, like the, the guys that deal pot and oh dope. Oh, my God. And drugs. Okay? Yeah. You sell a they're bag so of weed. They're so harmful <laughs> to don't society. Do drugs, okay? right. Don't do drugs. So okay? basically. If you want to do a prison uprising, just go to New Mexico. It's really the best place to. It's the best place to go. Please do. And then on the on the way out, visit NewMexico.com. This 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 is probably gonna be fucked up. I'm gonna say it anyway. On the way out of the prison, if you escape, just stop by the bowling alley. Right. Oh my god. Just just go way down south to Las Cruces and holy shit, you're good to go. You guys are fucked, bro. We're, it's a very... <laughs> After um, I was doing these stories, I was like, I don't know if I really want Dee to come visit us. <laughs> <laughs> How's she going to feel about us covering these cases? Uh, it tells you that um, it's a, still the Wild West, mm, if you would. Mm, Does that yeah. make sense? It's still the Wild West. Yeah. In New Mexico, you have, um, well, I think we're the fourth largest state. And there's only two million people in that state. It's a, so lot, it's a of land. lot of land. That's a lot of desert. Do you have um, like the smallest population density in the country? I think Alaska may. Oh yeah, because they're so large and they have such mm. a small amount. Right. Um, so that's that's the case. What do you guys think? You did a really wow. good job. Oh, thank you. It's thank nuts. You. It's nuts. It's crazy. Big big shout out to Sydney for being on live chat. Me and yes. Sydney, if we're ever in the hole. So you got, I got your back. She's got your back too, bro. Yeah, she's got you. We're gonna we're going to sell block four, right? Me and Sydney. I think Disneyland. That's what we're gonna call it. Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much, Sydney, for getting on live chat. Um, this is a, a crazy case. We we did the New Mexico cases because our our good friend Talkers Primo supporter for a long time came down to visit us. Thank you for having from me. New Mexico. So thank you so much for being on the Talk Murder Me podcast. Thank you for having me. It's Please. been it's been really fun. So we got one more day with you. Mm. Hopefully the tomorrow. Hopefully is a sober day, but probably yeah, not. I'm kind of shit faced. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm going to bed soon. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired. I'll sleep in. Yeah, but I'll sleep in tonight. That's all I got. If you guys enjoy this, go talkmore.com. You can share the post if you guys want. If you guys want to be on live chat and see these. Uh, videos that we do every week and get these things ad free because no one likes fucking ads go to talkmore.com slash join become a, a a supporter of us and we'll love you forever uh, once again thank you so much Sydney we love you thank you Sydney and uh, oh you're so oh you're so sweet it was a great kind of meeting you <laughs>
<laughs> well, Sydney, yeah, thank you, you come down Sydney. here anytime you want. Thank for you. real, you've been yeah. you've been with us forever. I mean, you come it's down. Nice to meet you too, yeah, Sydney. just we'll, we'll make a make a date, you know, to right. come down or whatever. Mm. But anyway, that's all I got for tonight. So um, until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people. Fuck your butt.